0: This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Tell a friend to subscribe to The Latest on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever else they get their programs. And if they refuse, were they really your friend to begin with? Enjoy the show. It's Monday, January 4. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. A recording has been released of Donald Trump demanding that officials in Georgia find thousands of extra votes to overturn the result of the election. A sitting president piling on the pressure, and stopping at nothing. Brad, why did they put the, the uh, votes in three times? You know, they put them in three times. They, the president, they did not put that. Please. Those voices because are discussing election fraud, Pru- the fatal fruit flaw fruit fruit in our not. system of self-governance that allows competing fathers throughout the nation to each declare themselves the world's greatest dad every June. In the midst of an ongoing campaign to deny Joe Biden the presidency through baseless allegations of fraudulent voting, Concerned citizens across the nation are asking themselves the same difficult question. If you can't trust the mark of a black pen connecting a confusing arrow on a giant piece of paper that's fed into a scanner used once every four years operated by a minimum wage septuagenarian volunteer, what can you trust? On January 6, Republicans are planning to object to the counting of electoral votes for President-elect Joe Biden, on the grounds that the tally may reveal an insidious, wide-ranging, un-American conspiracy known as math. Over the weekend, Missouri Senator and Riverboat Seth Meyers impersonator Josh Hawley announced plans to object to the certification of the results because Missourians do not believe that the presidential election was fair. Riding the same type of populist energy that led him to co-sponsor S-4136, a bill that provides relief when your brother hogs the cereal, and introduce S-1658, better known as the Come on, it's my turn to use the Xbox Act. Many of his Republican colleagues are calling on Congress to create a commission to audit the results of the election, in hopes that the 7 million-plus votes President Trump lost by will be tabulated differently and tell a different story like when you flip over your calculator to reveal that the numbers actually spell the word boobs. As it's been reported in news that's not broadcast out of whatever high school classroom typically reserved for the morning announcements that Newsmax has commandeered since early November, election officials, as well as no longer officials, like Attorney General Bill Barr, have found no evidence of widespread election fraud. Perhaps that's why, in a leaked phone conversation, in which the audio flowed out of a smartphone speaker like a stream of piss onto the chances for Republicans to maintain control over the Senate, Mr. Trump hounded Georgia's Secretary of State to find 11,780 missing votes that would change the result of the state's election, in a move that demonstrated that the rallying call for election fraud was coming from inside the House. Nevertheless, at least a dozen Senate Republicans plan to oppose Biden's Electoral College certification. And Mr. Trump is placing his faith in Vice President Pence to somehow change the outcome despite his strictly ceremonial role in the process. Which must be a painful chore for a man whose lifelong mission has been to bring babies to term against the will of the people no matter the circumstance. Just like a game of charades, this charade feels like it's been going on forever and nobody wanted to play in the first place. We all know that Mr. Trump is incapable of accepting the prospect of election loss, let alone hair loss. But the people that are sticking with him, thick and thin, let's be honest, thick, aren't just going down with the ship. They're insisting that it's the iceberg that's actually sinking. And the iceberg's a pedophile. Ahead of the certification, supporters of Mr. Trump are descending upon Washington, D.C. in a rally to... Stop the Steal, which is either a throwback to the pro-union labor movements of the late 1800s spearheaded by amalgamated iron workers, or a sad excuse to wear leather vests over t-shirts, open carry automatic weapons and light beers, and phone in a couple more vacation days after everyone else has gone back to work in the new year in a sustained effort to avoid reality. They've been egged on through frivolous election lawsuits by the likes of conspiracy lawyerist Lynn Wood, who claims that Chief Justice John Roberts is being blackmailed in a scheme involving the rape and murder of children captured on videotape, of which the most shocking allegation is that people still record on tape. Others like Terry Harper, a committee member of the Texas Republican Party, think that Chief Mormon Mitt Romney should be introduced to our friend, Mr. Guillotine, a Frenchman seeking to enlarge the opening in his magic underwear. What's bothering me isn't just that some Senators and Representatives, who were duly elected in November and have since been sworn into Congress, are saying that the very same election that brought them into office is illegitimate. I'd say it was a Groucho Marx kind of logic, but they'd accuse me of being a communist. I'm worried that there's now a significant portion of the population that refuses to accept the very concept of loss, which, among other things, poses an existential crisis for the Detroit Lions. Not being able to conceive that someone from a different party could be elected freely and fairly calls into question our entire system of government. And just as I was able to accept and frankly understand how someone could vote for an obvious used car salesman like Mr. Trump, our neighbors need to be able to accept and frankly understand how someone could vote for an obvious pair of dentures like Mr. Biden. Until legislation is passed that, at a minimum, turns Facebook back into a photo album with a list of birthdays you'd prefer not to celebrate, it's not going to be easy to blow into the cartridge of the American mind in hopes of some sort of reset, as one major political party remains willing to entertain the notions of sedition, soft coups, and making deals with the devil as long as they result in Eames chairs for their seats in hell. But if a new Democratic administration can restore just a sliver of faith in the concept of good government... Maybe we can stop paying attention to every tiny and unverifiable questionable detail about a voting machine manufactured by some obscure office park and start paying attention to how to put a vaccine in a refrigerator without letting it spoil like a bag of lettuce. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is sports betting advocate Blaine Moore. Blaine? Thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. On Sunday, OJ lamented the lack of access to online sports betting options. Hey Twitter world, it's me yours truly. Football season, uh, at least fantasy season, is basically over. Uh, if you want to play fantasy now, you'd have to do FanDuel or DraftKings, something that I would really love to do. But living in Nevada, you can't. You can't even make the call to the site. Uh, they want all those gambling dollars uh, to go <laughs> you know, to those casinos. Uh, I'm just saying. Blaine? What do you think about what O.J. had to say? Well, I definitely think he's got a great point. I think uh, sports betting should be legal in all 50 states. Uh, Beats it, you know, doing something legit than having to go Venmo some random person out of state that you've never met before. But uh, as far as him knocking Nevada for that, that'd probably be low on my list of reasons not to live in Nevada. Mm hmm. And what do you think about O.J.? He's a murderer. That's this week's O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Blaine, thanks for joining me. Thank you. And that's the latest written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott, O.J. Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. If you like the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write a few words like, I like this show or this is a great show. You can, you can use those exact words. If they're free. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, other weird apps. I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Yeah, right. Latestpod.com for all your latest podcast transcripts. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing me do another episode of this program. I said, pro- I was going to say podcast. Uh, well, I said, pro- uh, this is, I'm already, this is done.